When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The King's back. King's back on the couch. That's where the King is after last week. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas. We'll get to that in just a bit. We are in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. But even more breaking news. Love it. Throughout the morning, first you heard that the Broncos were planning on hiring Nathaniel Hackett to be their new head coach. And now the Chicago Bears are hiring Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus to be their head coach. That, according to our Adam Schefter. So, Harry, what is your immediate reaction to the Matt Eberflus hiring? Ah, where's the offensive guy, Chicago? You have a quarterback a franchise quarterback that you drafted, that you need to uh, – he, he needs the coaching. He needs somebody who's an offensive-minded guy. But I'm not going to sit up here and, 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 and poop on, on Matt Eberflus like he's not a good coach. He's a good coach, right? He, we all seen that coach defense since 2018, a guy who got a defensive coordinator job uh, last year for the Eagles. John Gannon was on his staff, speaks very highly of Eberflus as well. Uh, but – you look at Chicago, right? Chicago, when you look at this team the last, I'll say, three or four years, they were known for their defense. Well, I'll say longer than that. They were known, they've always been known for their defense. And I guess that's the direction they wanted to go because I think if they feel like if a team can't score, how can they win, right? And you bring a defensive-minded guy in. Now, I'm interested to see who is he going to hire as his offensive coordinator yeah. because I think that's the most important thing right now because Justin Fields needs to grow. He needs a guy who's going to utilize his skill set to the best of his abilities to give the team the best opportunity to go out there and win on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays nights. doesn't even matter when they play. But that's what you want. You need your franchise quarterback to be comfortable with whoever you're bringing in as as an offensive coordinator so he can thrive and be better as we're seeing these young quarterbacks now in the AFC uh, thriving and thrusting and, and just being great early on in their careers. Here's what I'm very curious about, and it's something that we talked about a little bit during the break. Think about this name for a second. Mm-hmm. A guy that we would have assumed would have gotten a lot of looks at being a coach this year, but really only got one interview. Doug Peterson. Won a Super Bowl, obviously, and you're not running, I think, to go and be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. But think about your Doug Peterson for a moment, and you have the chance to work with somebody like Justin Fields. Nobody can deny that Carson Wentz had his best year under Peterson in 2017 before he got hurt and when they went on to win the Super Bowl. Now, Frank Reich was there as well. I think that was a very collaborative effort in working with him to get him better. If you're Doug Peterson, are you absolutely holding out to the next head coaching job? Or if there is a situation like that that may be intriguing enough 
Is that something that you would ever consider? Are the Eagles still paying Doug, Doug Peterson? Uh, I'm not sure if this was the last year or they have one more. Because if they're still paying him, then you kick your feet up on that couch and you relax. You eat you, eat you some Captain Crunch. You eat you some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hell, you can even eat you some Fruity Pebbles mm. if they're still paying you. If that contract has worn down, then you need to be looking for another job. I'm just upset that Eric B. Enemy um, is not getting the opportunity to coach a guy like a Justin Fields as he's coaching Patrick Mahomes right now. And the only thing I can think of is that the offense might be similar to what they already had. Granted, Eric B. Enemy is a guy who can put a lot of different things into place and do things differently from the previous guy. So Does that's Eric the only B- thing okay, I can think of. Okay, how about this? You said that. Does Eric Bieniemy need to go somewhere else and get out from underneath the shadow of Andy Reid, as unfair as that may be, and maybe be the offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears? Um, and show that he can do it on know. his own with a quarterback, but I and think it's that's not bull, all just Andy Reid. I, I think that's BS because... I, I think it is too. Because everybody saying, else who got there. coaching jobs... From being under Andy Reid, nobody else questioned that. Totally that. agree. So, so to say that about Eric Bieniemy, I think is BS. Not saying that you're saying it, but there are people out there that are saying it, and I'll be the first to tell you, I think that's BS and that's nonsense because well, we can say I the mean, same Matt thing. Matt Nagy was terrible in Chicago as their head coach, and oh, yeah. certainly Peterson went and won a Super Bowl, but it's the exact same situation. I totally exactly. agree with that. And, I, and I'll be honest, I, may th- I think that Eric Bieniemy may have his hands into more of the offense now than those guys did, to be honest. Mm. I think because Andy Reid, it's not like he's getting younger. He's getting older. But he may have his hands on things a little bit more in Kansas City than those, those guys uh, previous, uh, uh, previous to him who got a head coaching job. The NBA is on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight as the Sixers host the Lakers, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Then there is this other part with the second head coaching domino now falling. It does bring us to a candidate that we just assumed would be a head coach this year again, speaking of somebody that's been to a Super Bowl, And Dan Quinn, and with a couple of these jobs getting filled, I'm wondering at this point, does Dan Quinn now start to think going back to Dallas would serve him better than maybe taking a job he doesn't necessarily feel is quite right for him? Well, I'll say this. Dan Dan Quinn was a head coach, and I'll I'll say this, and I don't want to say this the wrong way. I thought he did a tremendous job as a defensive coordinator when he was in Seattle, um, when he was in Dallas last year. He did a great job early on in Atlanta. The only thing I thought that knocked him off, uh, that knocked him when he was in Atlanta and being here, living here, I was able to see it close up, is being able to innovate continuously, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Being able to understand that, okay, the personnel that I may have might not be the personnel for what I want to run. So I need to do things differently. That's why you've seen with Raheem Morris, when he got let go and Raheem Morris took over, you see more of a change in that defense, and that defense started making more plays because they were more blitzing. Uh, it was more for, less four-down linemen and just playing cover three, the predictable coverage that we all offensively love to play because we know where everybody's going to be at, right? You've seen in Dallas – him get a chance to revive his coaching career, and he did a lot more things uh, defensively with that unit and more athletes. So 
to say Dan Quinn is not capable of being a head coach or can't be a head coach, I, I'm not going to sit up here and say that. I also think that he's learned from his mistakes being a head coach in Atlanta. And do, did I think this year was the year for him to get another head coaching job? No, I didn't think so. I think after next year, uh, after two or three years, I, I believe so, though. Boy, it is a roll of the dice, though, if you're going to get real looks. And our, and Diana Rossini, who is here literally just minutes ago, just confirmed that Dan Quinn is, in fact, staying with Dallas. He is uh, NFL Network, actually had the story. Uh, Diana just confirmed it a few minutes ago. So Dan Quinn is staying in Dallas, much to the delight of one Bubba, who during the break, as rumors of the news started to come out, Bubba, of course, of the hashtag crew, burst out in joyous revelry. Is that a fair assessment of your reaction to the news? Oh, yeah. We got Dan Quinn coming back. I mean, I'm looking like Kellen Moore, although I'm not a huge fan of him right now. Doesn't seem like Kellen's going anywhere. I just like consistency. So if you're telling me we're getting the crew back for another year, so we got to deal McCarthy for one more year, plus Sean Payton's on the horizon. Things are looking up. <laughs> Things are looking up in Big Bubba, D. Let's do it. Did, did you look, did you hear what Bubba said? We have to deal with McCarthy for another year. Yeah, exactly. It'll be <laughs> interesting to, to see Kellen him. Moore win a Super Bowl next year as an interim head coach. I think that'll be the first time it's ever happened. It hey, is. Fine by me. <laughs> It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny today. Up next, the other news of the day, the hiring this morning by the Denver Broncos of Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator. Is it now just a lock that Aaron Rodgers is headed to the Rocky Mountains? We'll tell you why. It's not. It's next. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. It is flying fast and furious today. The head coaching news, Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, joins us right now, Harry, on the phone. Adam, it has been a busy, busy morning to say the least. We appreciate the time. First of all, the background and how the whole Nathaniel Hackett situation came together in Denver. Well, he was somebody that the Broncos liked all through this process and somebody that I think was the favorite for their job. And when word leaked out last night that Nathaniel Hackett was going back to Jacksonville for interview for a second job with the Jaguars, the Broncos swooped in, got him on the phone, got his agent on the phone, and worked out a deal overnight to keep Nathaniel Hackett from getting on the plane to go to Jacksonville where he could have become the Jaguars' next head coach. And instead, the Broncos got Hackett done overnight. So he now stays in Denver with the Broncos, doesn't take the trip to Jacksonville. And a lot of people obviously make the connection, oh, Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers' coach. That means that this is why Denver's hiring Nathaniel Hackett to go make a run at Aaron Rodgers. No, they're, they're hiring Nathaniel Hackett because they believe in him as a coach, uh, as a man, what he'll bring to the organization. Uh, the fact that he knows Aaron Rodgers, that's a cherry on top. Don't get me wrong. It's not nothing. But it's not why they went out and hired him. I think if Aaron Rodgers... Uh, we're staying in Green Bay long-term. We knew that. I still think the Broncos would have been interested in hiring Nathaniel Hackett. Now, now Adam, i gotta, I got to ask you this. You see a guy like Aaron Rodgers and how he endorsed um, Hackett on the Pat McAfee show and spoke very highly of him. Is this another uh, piece to the puzzle in Denver and trying to lure him away? Um, we know it has to be a trade. Aaron Rodgers, just, he's not a free agent. He just can't say, I'm going to Denver. But it would have to be through a trade. Are they closer to getting that done, though, with, with Hackett being the head coach now, though? Well, Harry, I, I, again, I think they hired Nathaniel Hackett because they wanted Nathaniel Hackett. And Aaron Rodgers still, as he said, has to figure out what he wants to do. Um, and there will be teams that approach the Green Bay Packers that try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And based on the conversations that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have, uh, the Packers will have to take their cue from there. But there's nothing that's happened with Denver and Green Bay yet. The Broncos made a run at trying to get Aaron Rodgers uh, before the draft last year. were quickly rebuffed. We're told there was no way that Green Bay was trading him at that time. Uh, and now we'll see what this offseason brings. But I think that Denver now feels like it'll have one more element that makes Denver even more attractive if Aaron Rodgers does want to get traded. But again, that's not why they hired him. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter joining us right now on Greeny. Adam, all right, the Bears hiring, you had the story just a little while ago, Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator. Your reaction to that, especially considering it it seemed like a lot of people felt like they might lean in the direction of an offensive coach, uh, considering it's Justin Fields there in Chicago. Yeah, well, Matt Eberflus obviously will have his eyes on offensive talent, but I think the new general manager, Ryan Poles, wants to feel comfortable with the head coach. Ryan Poles is young, and he wanted to work together uh, with somebody else who is young. Um, Matt Eberflus is a guy that, that he really liked, that the Bears really liked. He, I think he was the first candidate to go interview for that job for a second time, and, and the Bears have made the decision to hire Matt Eberflus as their head coach. He takes over with Ryan Poles, and there is your new brain trust in Chicago. Ryan Poles... Uh, the 36-year-old GM who people have high, high reviews and uh, feelings for. And then you have the new head coach, Matt Eberflus, formerly the Colts defensive coordinator. 
You have seven head coaching jobs open still. Dolphins, Giants, Jaguars, Raiders, Saints, Texans, and Vikings. Do a guy like Eric Bieniemy does he have a chance to land one of those jobs? Well, Denver was the only one that he interviewed for, and the Broncos filled their job. So it doesn't look like right now that Eric Bieniemy is going to get a head coaching job in this cycle. Um, so we'll see how that plays out, but not right now. He, it doesn't look like it's in the cards in this cycle again for a guy who should have been a head coach all along. The, the one place to interview him already has filled the job. And I, and I got to say this, Adam, really quick. I, I think that's a shame, and, and, and I, I can't be quiet about this. It, it it kills me being a former player in this league and understanding how important guys like Eric Bieniemy is to players going out there and doing their job every week they have to go play a game. Not just but, not just a football game, practice. But for him not to get a head coaching job, that that that, that hurts me in my heart, man. Yeah. Well, well listen, there is one more um, that we haven't talked about. That would be New Orleans. Like, New Orleans hasn't put in for candidates yet. So uh, hopefully New Orleans will have Eric Bieniemy on their list and have a favorable opinion of him. We'll see. Adam, last one. We know you got a busy day. What are you hearing on the Giants right now after they hired Joe Shane and made him official? Uh, the rumors have been that Dayball was a leader, but what are we looking at here? Well, uh, Dayball, I think, is still in a great position. Flores is there today. Leslie Frazier tomorrow. Dan Quinn is going to stay in Dallas. He's not going anywhere right now. He's told teams that he's staying. So it looks like it's down to Dayball, Flores, and Frazier. Um, we'll see what they decide. They're going through the process. Uh, you heard ownership say that they have the final say on this hire. Um, I mean, again, Dayball was connected to Joe Shane all through this process. So you'd have to figure that he's the favorite, but we've seen this time again. People were talking about Dan Quinn in Chicago, and it's Matt Eberflus. People were talking about Dan Quinn in Denver. It's Nathaniel Hackett. So th- these things don't always go the way that people think they're going to go. Um, so it's it's difficult to forecast how the Giants' job will wind out. But, again, people all along – thought that Dayball would go with Shane. However, Dayball's also in play in Miami, too. So let's see. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's 
best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. Harry, we just heard from Adam Schefter. First of all, Nathaniel Hackett, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. Adam says it was not 100% because they are trying to get Aaron Rodgers to Denver. That He called it a cherry on top, but that they wanted to hire Hackett. To me, I completely understand the idea of wanting to make sure that you got your guy. But when you hear what you have had Adam uh, Aaron Rodgers say about Nathaniel Hackett and his chances to get a head coaching job and to get mentioned this year. I think the Broncos are thinking at the very least, it cannot hurt us to try and go get him. I think they are trying to get him to go to Denver. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And then when you look at the Denver Broncos play, um, when you look at well, you look at this team overall, the last few years, they have been missing on the quarterback position. I am not a fan of Drew Locke. I've watched too many of his games to say I can sit up here and say Drew Locke is the guy and they made the right draft pick and that whole nine. Uh, He he still struggles in a lot of areas. So when you look at this Denver Broncos team, you look at the guys that they have offensively, the weapons that they do have uh, uh, at the running back position, tight end position, wide receiver position, right? And then you look at that defense, that defense did enough to be able to win in this league. I think it's an ideal place for Aaron Rodgers to go. Now, Granted, I understand the competition in AFC West is going to be stiffer, but Aaron Rodgers isn't worried about that. But Hackett being hired there, it's more than a cherry on top. See, it's it's whipped cream, it's cherry, it's a little chocolate syrup, and if you want to add a little bonus to it, little sprinkles on there as well. All those things uh, are deciding factors than Aaron Rodgers trying to come to Denver to get this team over the hump and get them back to Super Bowl-winning football Uh, And John Elway understands and knows what he's doing right here with this one. When you hear Aaron Rodgers say this about Nathaniel Hackett on the Pat McAfee show a couple of weeks ago, you can understand why he may have been a priority. I'm really happy for for Nathaniel. I mean, I think he's he's uh, this is a little overdue, to be honest. I mean, I think he's been around the game for a long time. What he did in Jacksonville, I think, was pure magic, Uh, getting them within a quarter of the Super Bowl. Uh, was yeah. incredible. He's a he's a great coach. I love spending time with him. He's a fantastic teacher. He's incredible in front of the room, and I'm really happy for him. Okay, now I do want to separate a little bit of fiction from what the actual history is. There, can we agree first of all that Aaron Rodgers is going to make any offensive coordinator look like a genius? Yep, one hundred percent. I 1,000% 1, agree with you there. All right, so let's go back and look at Nathaniel Hackett's history. He was in Buffalo. He had to work with E.J. Manuel. And you can argue, all right, well, E.J. didn't pan out as a quarterback. That's going to hurt 
any offensive coordinator. Went to uh, Jacksonville. Yes, they got within a quarter of the Super Bowl. They had the best rushing attack with Leonard Fournette there. But if you're looking at the effect that he had on Blake Bortles, I mean, Bortles was not the reason that they were winning that season. Bortles was also somebody that threw for 75 yards in a playoff game. And he got fired the next year. It's the defense. Uh, in, yeah, and that defense was tremendous. And he got fired the next year in Jacksonville and then ended up in Green Bay as DOC. So while I'm not saying it's a bad hire, I don't know that you can look at Hackett and think that this is somebody that is just such a lock to be a great coach. That's why I'm more than a little skeptical that the Broncos wouldn't just make their primary reason for doing it to get Rodgers in at this point now. If you don't get Rodgers, like that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare scenario. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a bloody nightmare. And I'll say this. Now, when you look at Hackett, has he been coaching for a while? Yes, at Stanford starting in 2003. Well, I'll say UC Davis back in 2003 and then um, moved to Stanford. He, he's been coaching for a while. But it also shows you that what I mentioned earlier, Chris, relationships – mean more in this world and is more valuable than money it's all about who you know but not necessarily who you know but who knows you who endorses you who can speak up for you for you to be able to get in these positions Aaron Rodgers spoke up for coach Hackett he spoke up for him now he has a head coaching job now Aaron Rodgers endorsing him a guy who's going to be probably the MVP this year was the MVP last year has a Super Bowl um, ring on his resume it's going to speak volumes when it comes to the game of football, right? It's going to speak volumes. And not to mention, hey, he's a guy that can get up there and break, break things down on the chalkboard. Not many people can do that. I've, been in that. I've been in that room as a player for 10 years. Not many people can get up there and break things down to players for them to understand because everybody learns differently. But his endorsement, Aaron Rodgers' endorsement um, to Nathaniel Hackett meant a lot. And if the Denver Broncos looked at it, hey, this is an opportunity that we can get to try to lure um, Aaron Rodgers here to Denver, then, hey, let's, 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 let's roll with it. They might not come out and say it. A lot of people might not think it, but it definitely played a major role in Nathaniel Hackett being in Denver, being in Denver right now. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Now, here's something that's just, it's just weird, okay? So we had Adam on a few minutes ago, and he was talking about how the Broncos did not want to let Hackett get on the plane and go to Jacksonville to potentially take the job as the new head coach of the Jaguars. So this is from Adam. He tweeted this uh, just a little while ago, uh, right before he came on. When the Jaguars' private plane was in Denver on Monday, so not yesterday, on Monday, it wasn't there to take Hackett to Jacksonville for an interview. It was there to pick up former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio, who has interviewed for the Jaguars' head coaching job per league sources. Fangio is a candidate, and Fangio and Trent Baalke worked together for four years in San Francisco. Now, keep in mind, to me, the key word there is Monday, because yesterday that plane may have been in Denver to take Hackett there and bring him in to hire him away, and that's what forced the Broncos' hand to make sure that they were able to get him there. And I'll say this, it goes back to what I said, relationships-wise, uh, relationships. Because Balky, uh Vangio was a D.C. when um, Harbaugh 
was Jim Harbaugh was the head coach there, right? Tremendous years. Uh, they beat us in the NFC Championship game in 2012. So they, they had a lot of success together. Um, Vangio had a lot of success as a defensive coordinator in Chicago as well. So if you have a guy that you had success with in the NFL, yes, and you're a general manager, you're going to bring him in for an interview because y- you've seen the success firsthand. You see the hands-on. Now, I'll be, I'll be the first to say I think Balky needs to be out in Jacksonville. Um, and I think there were reports that you might have him uh, be out if you want a certain guy to be there in Jacksonville who's an <laughs> offensive guy. And here's my thing. I don't understand. You had the number one pick overall in Trevor Lawrence. Why would you think you need a defensive guy? It, it, it's, it's starting to – it's mind-boggling to me. Well, I don't know if he's going to end up getting hired or not. But now the Jaguars situation, Trent Baalke making a decision there. that He went, got off scot-free in that whole situation. It's Creaney uh, coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. And that Jaguars situation is, I think, I think the Jaguars job is a really, really good job because I believe in Trevor Lawrence a lot. The other news this morning, two other big pieces of news. Number one, Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator, is the new head coach for the Chicago Bears, and Ben Roethlisberger announced his retirement after 18 seasons. So first of all, Eberflus, another defensive guy, getting the job in Chicago when they have Justin Fields as the quarterback, and it brings the question, who is going to be the offensive coordinator in Chicago under Eberflus to help bring along the growth of Justin Fields? Yes, that's the billion-dollar question. Not million, that's the billion-dollar question. Who is going to be the offensive coordinator in Chicago to help lead Justin Fields um, and teach him things about the game that he might not know right now that he didn't get uh, for the, from the previous coaching staff? Who's going to be that guy to help him ascend like you see a Joe Burrow, like you see um, a Justin Herbert, like you see these, all these young quarterbacks who are, who are transcending upward over and over again year after year? Who's going to be that guy? Because I think that's the – you got your head coach in place. The next important move is who's going to be the offensive coordinator because Justin Fields is a guy I think that can be uh, really, really good in this league under the right coaching. Doug Peterson is somebody that – at least I'd make a phone call to. And I, I don't think he would take the job because he still wants to be uh, head coach again. And the guy won a Super Bowl. He is getting paid, Harry, by the way, through next season. He had two how, years how left much? on his deal. How about much? $4 million. <laughs> yeah. Man, let me kick my feet up on exactly. my desk. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so man. you can you wait got for a cigar, next Chris, round. Chris, you have a cigar? I, I understand. You have some yak? I'm not a cigar guy. It sticks with you for three days. Well, I am. Do you have a damn cigar? I, I am. Do you have a cigar? Your mouth tastes like cigar for three days. Well, I know you got some yak over there. You got some yak? What's yak? Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's it. That's I'm sorry. It, We're done. We're done. We're you done? know what? Am I, am I allowed to walk I'm over I'm not here? eating yak. What I'm is d- yak? <laughs> you drink. You don't eat yak. You drink yak. Some of that cognac, man. Come on. Oh, you cognac. Have, what? Have no I yak? don't know that that's short for Cognac, come on. Uh-oh. What an See, embarrassment you are. I am Here on Greenie's show, I got to bring you to the culture. We got to bring the culture to Greenie's show today because Chris don't know what yak is. Lord oh. have mercy. 
Uh, yeah, Even I, Greeny knows what y- the yak is. Come on, uh, Chris. Like, Greeny knows what the yak. I, I'll give you ten dollars if Greeny knew what the yak. He was. does. He <laughs> he's he's in tune with the culture. You, my friend, <laughs> eh, not so much. Well, I never claimed to be, but I guarantee you that if I didn't know it, I I doubt that. Has Greeny ever used? We got to get some of the yak in here. That's as the, he that, said that. We we have to get Greeny on one day and ask him, does he know what yak on on the spot? <laughs> we we can't tell him ahead of time though. Last year give us a lot of time to reflect on our jobs and many of us reassessed what do we really want out of them well I say this is your year to find that job that you absolutely love. ZipRecruiter can help. They send you the right jobs, and you can apply to most with one click. They may even send you an awesome job that you never even knew existed. Just sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com today. Once again, at ZipRecruiter.com, put ZipRecruiter to work for you. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. In one minute, we will get to the games this weekend but a word on Ben Roethlisberger and his retirement, which was presumed pretty much over the last couple of weeks after how the season was unfolding and how everything was unfolding in Pittsburgh. Harry, to me, out of that class in, two, in 2004 between Philip Rivers and Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger was absolutely the best of the three, had a chance to win three Super Bowls, and overall, uh, somebody that has a complicated history because of the allegations, and me as a Steeler fan, look at it as a very complicated relationship as a fan because those things don't go away, but it doesn't take away from the player that he was on the field. Yeah, it's when you think about a Pittsburgh Steeler, and I had a chance to be with uh, defensive coordinator Dick LeBeau uh, my last few years in Tennessee, um, and being around him, you've seen what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. And Ben, ben Roethlisberger – uh, represents that he he embodies that and he's had a tremendous career hate to see him go but we all have a time where we got to hang it up man and and he's going to enjoy his family which is going to be the good thing now but we're going to miss him out there in that football field let's get to the games Bubba hit the music let's get something rolling here it's a Thursday we've got just a couple of days until Sunday championship weekend Harry Douglas. We start with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. And I have to tell you, I cannot get over the utter disrespect that exists right now for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they deserve so much more love than they are getting. And I get it. They cannot protect Joe Burrow. The Bengals beat the Chiefs just a few weeks ago. Yes, it was in Cincinnati, but they beat the Chiefs. And you know what the Chiefs couldn't do? They didn't have a prayer, Harry Douglas, against (laughs) Jamar Chase, who went for 266 and three touchdowns. Not a prayer. But I I think a lot of that falls on the defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo. I I think he he did a terrible job in putting his defense in certain positions. And I understand going into a football game, uh, your M.O., and you want to do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to play Jamar Chase and those skill position players man-to-man all game. Third and 20, you decide you want to play cover zero with no safety help. Everybody's on the island. You play cover zero, and they complete a pass on third and 20. Uh, Things like that cannot transpire in this matchup. Uh, Tyron Matthew, if he's not able to be out there, now you have Swanson who has to go in. And we all know that if you find a fish – you put your little bait on the end of that on, that on that little hook. You throw that rod out there, and you go attack the fish anytime you have a chance. 
So that's another uh, uh, thing you got to look at in this ball game. But uh, these two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, man, that young man, for him to get sacked nine times last week, not turn the football over, not bat an eye, not get happy feet, not get nervous in the pocket and still deliver the ball every time he he was asked to go back and throw it, remarkable. They call him Big Joe for a reason. He threw for 400 yards that day against the Chiefs. I did that game on ESPN Radio with the great Sal Palantonio. And let me tell you, it was not a warm day in Cincinnati by any stretch. I wouldn't worry about the weather. I wouldn't worry about any of it. They obviously are going to be able to get to the quarterback because everybody seems to be able to get to Joe Burrow because of that Cincinnati offensive line. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game outright. Outright! That's what I said. Outright. Not the Chiefs, the Bengals. Excuse me. <laughs> I got. I, I, got a confi- I got a confession. Somebody <laughs> just said, "I'm trying to put you on uh, on Twitter. I'm trying to put you on that good old yak." It's hilarious. Come on, man. How you don't know what yak is? That's what they say. Chris. The people are talking to you, man. Come on, Chris. Well, they might think I'm on the yak if I'm picking the Bengals this week, but I am absolutely <laughs> taking the Bengals. What do you got? I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I, it's no way they can go into this game with the defensive game plan that they had the first time around, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay, San Francisco and the Rams. You know, San Francisco just looks like that team, don't they? That mm-hmm. team that gets on the roll at the right time. Doesn't it have that kind of feel where so many things can happen that can go bad for you like they did the other day with Jimmy Garoppolo, and yet you find a way to win a game where your only touchdown comes from a block punt? I mean, it's crazy when that happens, but Harry, it just has that feel with San Francisco right now that they are that team that is on that kind of roll at the moment. Every now and then, you have that that last seed in the playoffs that just wants to get in, and they get in, and guess what happens? Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl. Eli Manning wins another Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger wins a Super Bowl that way? Those guys won those Super Bowls being the last seed getting getting into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And you look at this matchup, uh, 49ers get up early, it could be – ugly for the um, Rams, right? Um, I also think George Kittle needs to have a, a good game. Hasn't had the traditional George Kittle games the last two in the playoffs like we're accustomed to seeing him in the regular season. I also believe that the Rams need to keep the pedal to the metal. Sean McVay doesn't need to let the pedal off, uh, let the let the let his foot off the pedal if they start to get up and start winning this game. We've seen that against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've seen that against the Rams the last time um, they played each other. Uh, so who I'm picking in this game I've been hot on the San Francisco 49ers, baby, for a while. Why would I stop now? I think they are that team. I think they're the toughest team. So I'm going to I'm I'm rock with them. I, you know, I haven't decided quite yet if I'm definitively going to rock with them. Because I like the Rams a lot. And I've been pulling for the Rams all year. I've been watching the Rams all season. I think that one interesting thing is, is it Andrew Whitworth in left tackle? Is it Noteboom? who's a little bit banged up, because you can make the argument that Nopum's playing a little bit better than Andrew Whitworth is right now. Ooh. And at the flip side, what's going on with Trent Williams? I want to know what's that situation. Is he 100% going to be out there? I haven't. I'm copping out, Harry. I'm not giving you a pick yet. I'm not there yet. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's okay. I'm probably going to go with the Rams tomorrow, but I told you. They do feel like the 49ers do, like that team that is on that kind of roll 
right now. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.